No, you may not know this about me, but um, back several years ago, I was a part of a dating show called Not My Type. And really, when I was a part of that, it harkened me back to none other than the date auction episode of Saved by the Bell. Um, it's Sure, it's sexist flesh peddling of the worst kind and should be forbidden, but we're here for it here on the Saved by Nostalgia podcast. Clutz Weitzer and Noah Groninger were talking about date auction, which aired November 9th, 1991 originally. Noah, this is an episode that... As I go back and look at it, it's one that always sort of crept around. I'd always see it airing on TBS and syndication over the years. Um, just going into it, I already know that I'm a pretty big fan of it. So I don't know. We'll see here if this does anything to sway my opinion. But going in, I'm already a fan. Yeah, I remember this episode. I wasn't a huge fan of this episode. I know growing up, uh, it didn't offer me a ton. But going back and watching it, I have to say that uh, just in my memory, maybe I w wasn't giving this episode enough credit because this is one that I really liked and we'll go into kind of where it stands and our viewpoints here at the end. But it starts off at a student council meeting. So, you know, uh, that some shenanigans are going to be taking place as uh, Zach is somehow involved and, you know, he's not going to be taking things seriously. But uh, Kelly wants $600 for new cheerleader uniforms and uh, this new character, Brian, uh, kind of a stuffed shirt, uh, very sophisticated kind of guy. He supports the cheerleaders and thinks that they deserve dignity and uh, respect that the new uniforms will give them. And Zach has two jokes right off the bat here, of course. Like I said, he's not going to take this seriously. He says, let's give them $200 and see them in bikinis. And then Mr. Belding says, after they go through that, are there any other motions? Zach says that I'd like to see the cheerleaders in motion. And Wendy is just laughing hysterically at all his jokes and I like to say that she is a Zach Schill. She is a Zach Schill, and she's played by none other than uh, Judy Carmen, who you may recognize from an episode of Highway to Heaven, uh, another show that we really like. Um, Judy has unfortunately since passed away, but always stood out to me as um, sort of this uh, overweight character that is infatuated with Zach, and um, she's going to find a way to take Zach to um, to the dance coming up, but we got a lot to get to before that. Um Kelly suggests this date auction and says, hey, a lot of guys will bid on Zack and Slater. I guess that's the only two guys in school. Zack and Slater are going to take home the bacon here. And uh, Jesse calls it sexist flesh peddling, and it should be forbidden. Screech is trying to get himself out there. You know, Noah, uh, Screech is a self-promoter. He's out there. He gives he's trying to get a date first with Claudia who said she'll pay him $50 not to go out with them. And he tells the guys, beat that. Um, <laughs> so Screech has already got a leg up here on the date auction. He's got a girl that will pay him $50 not to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Zach and Slater, what have they raised so far? Zero. So we're off and rolling here. Screech has got $50 to his name. We'll see if he can get more than that moving forward. But Lisa, she likes this Brian guy. He's just kind of a stuffy book nerd. I didn't really get it. Uh, just... Uh, based on the attraction and she she likes his looks and that's it but uh like you said jesse's against this date auction she tells slater uh, to sell his muscles but she's not going to bid on them and uh slater kind of ttc talk to the camera uh turns around and says it's not good to be afraid of your girlfriend and uh, i kind of i've always liked that about slater he's this tough guy he's this jock but uh when it comes down to it he's afraid of jesse and what she can do to him and he should be, as we'll see kind of how things unfold later in this episode. Screech turns his attention, of course, to Lisa. And why wouldn't he? He does so by handing her a shirtless picture of himself um, wearing only neon <laughs> overalls. 
And uh, Lisa said it will scare the fleas off of her dog. Um, always like this little moment. Uh, Screech is always just, he's already referred to himself as Dr. Love in this episode, which we'd never uh, heard that name from before. <laughs> how, how, how would Screech come up with a nickname like Dr. Love? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'm not sure where he's getting that from. Uh, to me, I look at that and just thinking of where that could possibly come in his mind. He's never had good luck with the ladies. And uh, to me, that is just one of uh, Screech's big zoinks because that just does not compute at all. Well, Lisa is trying to go to the dance with Brian. She wants Brian uh, to, she's going to bid on Brian and he's, uh, you know, an intellect. You talked about how kind of stuff shirted he is. Um, and he's not impressed with her approach whatsoever. Um, he sees her kind of clearly as, as kind of an airhead, a simpleton. And she gives him a really horrible line here. And it's hard for me to even say this without just going to the audio. I'm going to try it. But um, he says he's going to a French lecture. And she says, well, as they say in France, bye-bye, baby. And <laughs> cringeworthy. I'm telling you, one of the more cringeworthy lines, I think, in the show uh, overall. To me, that's brutal. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, you did pretty good with it, though. You you really went for it. You put all everything into it. So I got to give you props for that. But yeah, that is a tough one. Uh, there's a lot in this show as we'll go through. I'm sure you'll hear a bunch more. Uh, but that is one of the bad ones. I'd say that might make my top five. Uh, but in comes Zach, and he just sees this beautiful blonde here sitting at the table at the max. And just Linda, Linda, Linda. What a beautiful name. And she says, well, it is, but mine is Lydia. How does he and not know her name? She is <laughs> up there of one of the hotter co-stars we see. Uh, Lydia here is. I remembered her name. So that should tell you something. Yeah, I, I remembered it as well. So I don't know how Zach got that wrong. I'm sure uh, Zach being the number one guy in school along with Slater, I'm sure he's just getting girls coming at him all the time. So I'll give him a little bit of a break because I'm sure he's got just a black book full of every girl in the school that he could possibly uh, go on a date with. So he might get him mixed up. Maybe there's another Linda that's attractive that we haven't seen uh, that he's also infatuated with. And he just kind of got him confused cross wires there. But uh, we go to the ladies locker room and Jesse is there telling everyone not to bid on Slater. And uh, Lisa said, who put sandpaper on her toilet seat, which I thought was a good line. So maybe it's a little comeback from her. Bye bye, baby. Uh, maybe she comes back and has a nice little line there for me. Yeah. And meanwhile, we are off to the date auction. And um, as luck would have it, Herbert Hodis is the first hunk to be auctioned yeah! out. Um, he is, of course, the sergeant of arms of the Insect Club. And he has <laughs> promised to merit Clement for 15 cents. Yeah, the bidding started at $5. I was really rooting for Herbert there. I was trying to get, I was there kind of pumping my hands in the air. Like, come on, let's get this thing going. Let's make him feel good. Uh, but he did feel good. He said he didn't even expect that. He didn't expect the 15 cents. Uh, they walk off holding hands and uh, the crowd there, the audience lets out an audible, ah, as they go off. So that was good to see. And then Brian Watkins, the vice president of the student council comes up. Lisa says, let the games begin. And uh, she wins him for $30. But unfortunately, Brian looks horrified going to be with Lisa. She has won the bid. And he just looks just like he's mortified. He cannot believe that he is to be stuck with his airhead. They're not going to have anything to talk about. Why did she win? Does this sort of stand out to you? Because to me, Lisa's one of the more popular girls in school. She's really pretty. She's, you know, she's uh, a socialite. What, if you're a nerd, 
don't you, isn't that sort of the point? Like nerds are trying to do anything they can to go after these type of girls. Like what, what would Brian be looking for? Who, who at Bayside is Brian going after at this point? Louise Merrick Clement. Is that who he wanted to bid on him? 15 cents <laughs> is all it was going to get. I don't know. I always kind of thought uh, watching this episode back this time that maybe Jesse would be a, an intellectual equal to him and maybe someone that he'd be looking at. And he's just, uh, been looking at Jesse from afar and just real bitter uh, about Slater and and her and this that whole gang. So he lumps Lisa in there as an airhead and and just kind of I can see him going home and thinking about Jesse and and just kind of having this built up resentment towards the whole group. Like she's my intellectual equal. She's a good looking girl. I want to be with her, but she's with this jock, this Neanderthal uh, in Slater. So maybe he's just got some built up uh, frustration there over the whole thing. Well, Slater comes out next to no applause whatsoever. Um, everyone's, of course, scared of Jesse. She has threatened everyone. She will hunt them down like a rabid dog if they were to bid on Slater. But Kelly, uh, feeling sorry for him, bids on him and wins. Jesse forbids it. But um, Slater grabs Kelly. They, he's got his new girlfriend, and he's out of here. And uh, <laughs> I'm telling you what, if ever there were a trade-up in this world, trading Jesse for Kelly is that trade-up <laughs> that I would always be looking for. And props later because don't come back yeah slater looks happy about it uh, to start off and uh, we'll see how that goes moving forward but uh jesse's kind of upset about the whole thing she's like well that didn't go to plan and so she's just puts down 25 dollars on the next person i mean mr belding has given his ringing endorsement that says this is one of his favorites and uh sold it's screech and screech comes out he says sold mama and so uh be careful what you wish for jesse you put down that $25, you're relying on Mr. Belding saying that's one of his favorites. Unfortunately, you are promised to none other than Samuel Screech Powers. Well, Zach Morris is out next, and it sounds like a mix between Justin Bieber, Bieber mania, and Beatle mania. There's uh, all this piped in screaming that comes out. Uh, when there's not hardly that many people extras even in the room, but Zach comes out to just raging applause. Uh, Lydia's trying to bid. Uh, she goes up to $75 and it looks all but over, but Wendy swoops in for 100. Zach clearly terrified. He can't believe it. Nobody could believe that she spent that much money. And Zach knows now that he has to go with Wendy, someone he's not attracted to. She's not his type. He grimaces as he's promised to Wendy parks for a hundred dollars. And building is literally shoving Zach towards Wendy's waiting arms. As we go to commercial break to end the date auction. Did I set yeah. that up for you good enough? You did. I mean, Zach has to be pushed off the stage into her waiting arms. And when she offers $100, Mr. Belding is just wondering, where do you kids get your allowance anyway? Like, that is insane. $100 just being thrown out here for Zach Morris. But it makes sense. Did Wendy you also notice date. a girl tr uh, tripped trying to bid on Zach, one of the first girls? I didn't. I'll have to go back and watch that. Yeah, not. She, this girl comes in and says, you know, whatever, 25 and trips. And it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and kept in there and we appreciate it. And um, so obviously Brian's not excited about the dance. Um, he doesn't have anything in common with Lisa. Uh, and meanwhile, Wendy has saved a table for Zach and he's already going into a shenanigans. Now there is a very famous, I believe, YouTube channel called uh, Zach Morris is Trash. And they like to cite specific examples of why Zach Morris is not a good person this is one of those times where usually I don't necessarily agree with them. I think Zach always comes around and redeems himself, but boy, this is pretty low because he says that um, he has a back injury, just wants her to pray for him. And she literally looks into the camera and, and starts praying. Uh, he's feigning a back injury here to get out of a date with a girl he's not attracted to. 
How yeah, can we defend this? We can't because not only, I mean, yeah, you mentioned that uh, Zach isn't attracted to her, but you get to kind of learn about her as a person. She's a really cool person. Like I like Wendy a lot. Like she's sitting there making jokes about her weight. She says that uh, she's so nervous about the dance that she can't eat, but uh, she guesses that's a good thing for her. And she kind of chuckles about it. And she's just got this really easygoing personality, fun, kind of lighthearted, makes fun of herself. And so Zach should just embrace this. He's got this commitment. He's helping out uh, the school with the cheerleader uniforms. And it's one night. It's one dance. It's doing something good. Wendy's a cool person. You can spend one night with a good person. So, yeah, I'm not on Zach's side. Usually I'm on his side with a lot of his schemes and things that he's going through and doing uh, to other people. But I am just I'm team Wendy here. Well, in the meanwhile, Lisa is convinced she's an airhead. She feels just completely put down and, and blown off by Brian. Uh, Kelly wants to call off her date with Slater, but Slater smartly says, absolutely not. Jesse's still mad at everyone. Um, Lisa shows up to class dressed business casual, talking Ugh. about Tolstoy. And all of a sudden, Brian's eyes immediately light up. He's impressed. He's he's uh, obviously into Lisa all of a sudden. Uh, she just loved Anna Karenina. She even cried at the end. Now she's a more serious student and he whisks her away to go read in the library. Instant date, instant connection. Ah, I just didn't buy any of this. I don't like it. I don't like it from the get go. It's not Lisa. It's not the Lisa turtle that we know and love. It's not just, she's got to lower herself to pretend to be something she's not to get a date with this guy. Like she's that hard up for a date. I just can't imagine that. Uh, she's faking being smart. Like you talk dressed conservatively and, uh, but her and Brian, Brian's buying into it and they're off to the library for their first date. So, uh, I guess all is going well for Lisa, but, uh, Zach and Kelly get together and, uh, say that, uh, maybe the nail polish fumes must have gone to her head. And I've got to agree with them because I have no idea what's going on here. Uh, but, uh, Zach walks out of class and, uh, runs into Wendy. Uh, she asks if Zach's feeling better. Uh, he says he's doing okay, but won't be well enough to dance. Of course. Uh, she says that uh, she's called his house and his mom said he was out surfing. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, we'll let the clip take it from here as Zach tries to weasel his way out of the dance. Oh, uh, uh, well, I was body surfing. You see, you have to lie down to do that. Oh. This is all so you don't have to go to the dance with me, isn't it? No, Wendy. Because I don't look like Lydia or Kelly or Elle McPherson. Wendy. Look, I've heard the I'm sick excuses before, but I thought you were different. I'll have more fun going to the dance by myself. At least I'll be with someone who's honest. Really great stuff from Wendy. You know, I think it was very heartfelt. I I just love this character and wish we could have seen her some more. She really fit in here and to be able to dress Zach down like that. And you could tell that immediately Zach feels horrible when she says something like, I've heard the I'm sick excuses before, but you seem different. It's like Zach really got taken aback by like by that. Like he thought she was just going to take it at face value and kind of go away and oh, whatever. But like she called him out on it and he reacted to that. Like, wow, no, no it's not like that. Very powerful scene here. I, I enjoyed it. I think, again, like I said, Judy Carmen in this episode really stands out. I really like her acting and that scene sure does stand out. It really does. Uh, she's an amazing actress. Um, I'm a big fan of Highway to Heaven. I know we've talked about that show several times. And uh, just going back, she's in one episode of that. And she really steals the scenes that she's in. She's a really good actress. And, and in this, Zach should feel bad. He probably thought, yeah, I'll just blow her off and she'll, she'll just realize what's going on here and that I'm not attracted to her and go away. But she's like, no, like I said earlier, like I'm a good person. 
Like I'm lighthearted. I, I know that I don't look like the Kellys and the Lydia's of the world, but I'm a good person. You can spend one night with me and we can have a fun night. So uh, the fact that you're trying to weasel out of this and, and make up these fake excuses, I'll just go by myself. At least I'll be with someone who's honest. That was very powerful, very true. And, and Zach should feel bad. So I'm happy that he does. Well, Lisa is still trying to get uh, Brian to believe that she's someone that she's not. Kelly calls her out on it and um, says that she's not, he's not liking Lisa for her. He's, liking some fake phony philosopher. I really like that line from Kelly. Meanwhile, Screech and kind of a weird side story here. Screech is in love with Jesse. Now his <laughs> he's, he's promised to her for this date auction uh, dance. And he's sending her bouquets of, with no flowers and leftovers from home today. It's mom's meatloaf. And even a weird scene where Screech bends over and like kisses her on the cheek as he leaves the meatloaf with her. It's like, <laughs> it seemed like there might've been some more to this. And it's just like, we don't, there's so much going on that we don't really get much of the uh, Screech pining for Jesse now that he's promised to her for this day. As it just, that part didn't really seem like there's much to it there. No, but I did like kind of thinking about that uh, outside of the show and uh, what else Screech was doing, just randomly showing up at her house. Uh, she, showing his pet fleas and mice and whatever he has to Jesse and uh, her being horrified. I would have loved to see more of that, like you said, but yeah, Jesse's going to Zach for help and then saying screech is driving me crazy. And uh, Zach says, yeah, you and everyone else. And, but Zach in a moment, uh, like a good guy moment really reaches out and says maybe the best thing about screech that he may act like a crash test dummy, but under, underneath it all inside, he's a great guy. And that might be the best thing that anyone has ever said about screech in this show. And uh, Zach tells her that she can't back out of it. She's made a commitment. Uh, she'll break his dorky little heart if she backs out now. And and uh, Jesse comes and says, yeah, you're right. I should give the little booger a chance. I mean, Wendy's not exactly your type, but you're going with her, right? And you can see Zach like, uh, yeah, right. And and it's sinking in just how bad of a guy he is being in that one moment and and how he needs to make things right with Wendy. The dance is underway, and Zach is sitting next to Herbert Hodis and Ollie Creakley on Skid Row. Both <laughs> their dates uh, have moved to Europe, and Zach needs a better excuse, um, other than she just didn't want to go with me. Uh, they need He needs a better excuse, like she just joined the space program. Now, seeing Zach there, looking very melancholy with his head in his hands on Skid Row at the school dance... It's a powerful image and it sticks out in my mind and it's truly hilarious seeing him exchange stories with Herbert and Ollie about where their dates are. It's great stuff. <laughs> oh, I mean, this might be one of the most underrated, sneaky, amazing one snippet scenes in Say by the Bell history with Zach sitting there with Herbert and Ollie uh, coming up with excuses about why their dates are gone. You can't just say they didn't like you. They didn't want to go with you. They left. So they're coming up with great things like, uh, they just suddenly decide to move to Europe. Uh, she joined the space program. So yeah, that is a sneaky, great scene. And then in comes Wendy and uh, Zach comes and Wendy, you came. I've been looking all over for you. She says, yeah, I was at home. What'd you think? I suddenly moved to Europe or joined the space program. And I thought that was a great continuation of it, bringing that back in. She wasn't involved in that conversation. She just immediately picked up on, yeah, these are the two excuses that everybody goes with, right? Well, he feels guilty about dumping her. Um, she doesn't want to be his date because he feels guilty. So now they're at odds again. I always thought that was kind of strange. Like usually in these 22-minute sitcom type situations, it's like there's a problem, it's resolved. This is like another level of the problem branching out again because now he's saying that yeah, he feels guilty for dumping her and now she's out of here again. <laughs> so there's more problems in the Zach and Wendy camp. 
Meanwhile, Screech is actually having a good time with Jesse. Um, Slater is calling Kelly Jesse, which is going to be the end of that. You, I don't see how you could possibly make that mistake. Um, Screech urges Slater and Jesse to reunite. reunite. So they're trying to get um, Slater and Jesse back. I guess that's always kind of the point in these Slater and Jesse fight. And then they find their way back to each other. And it's happening again, just this time wrapped up under the guise of a date auction. But don't worry, Mama and Papa are back. Well, before I touch on that, because I just have to, I got to talk about Herbert's date coming back. And he says, when they need their algebra done, they always come back. And so he waddles over to her. It's great. Herbert's, Herbert's date is back and they're going to just dance the night away. But like you mentioned, I got to talk about the Slater thing because he's weirdly acting like horribly depressed and jealous of Screech in this moment. Screech asks if uh, Slater's okay and he somberly just says, look, I don't want to talk about it, Screech. And it's it's one night, it's one date. Like you're going to go back with her right after this. It's not this big thing. I don't know why he's acting depressed and somber. It's kind of out of character and uh, just kind of lacks like self-esteem and just where he is in this world. Like you're a popular kid. You're going to go back to Jesse right after this. Like what is happening here? Well, not only that, but you're on a date with Kelly Kapowski. Oh, yeah. Not to mention that. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, meanwhile, Brian is making fun of Lisa's friends. And um, he says something he calls Slater and Neanderthal. But worst off is Zach. Even sleep requires too much thinking for him. Um, he says it's time Lisa starts making some new friends, which, by the way, who would that be? Um, she dumps Brian on the spot, takes off uh, her, you know, kind of phony looking uh, casual attire and looks like her typical mall bubblegum self again. Au revoir, creep, and she's out of here. And the crowd cheers, a live-action audience, actually cheers her dumping Brian, and I wanted to stand up and do the same. I hated Brian. Yeah, the, he, that character fell flat to me. I did not like that storyline at all. I mean, there's a lot of uh, Lisa, Brian moments and scenes here, and I basically have none of that in my notes because I was just like, I can't be taking notes. I don't care. This is awful. I don't want Lisa with this guy. This guy's horrendous. He adds really no value to the show. I see what they're going for, but it, it fell flat for me. So that's just not in my notes here. I didn't uh, care about that storyline. Um, so I was definitely thrilled when she started ripping off uh, the very stuffy attire, sophisticated attire. And uh, she's getting back to herself and sticking up for her friends and uh, leaving Brian in the rearview mirror. Uh, but Zach, we move on to that and uh, says the dance is almost over. So what do you say? And uh, she says, we've been over this. You don't have to. And he says, give me a break. I want to. And so I really like that. I mean, Lydia tries to cut in here, but Zach says, Wendy is my date tonight, uh, but we may see you later at the max. It might even be fun if that's okay. And Wendy's very excited. She says, yeah, I like fun. And Zach says, and I like you. And so say what you want about Zach in this whole episode, but at the end, he does the right thing. He tries to be a good guy. And it was really like a great lesson to me at a young age that Zach didn't have to do that. He could have just stayed in been a slime ball and just gone with Lydia, but he didn't. I mean, you think about someone else's feelings, you live up to your commitment and you do the right thing. It's one night. And uh, finally, at the very end, Zach does the right thing. Uh, when he didn't have to. So he made amends for that and he's in good graces again. Well, don't forget that not only did that happen, but the, um, no, did you realize the cheerleaders got their new uniforms? Ah, yes, yes, they did. This cheers for you, Bay We need a new uniform. You know, we did. So we found it together. 
So that one always stuck out for me. Kelly giving the uh, new cheerleader uniforms, rah, rah, rap. Uh, I could hardly even contain myself over that one. Uh, just kind of a hilarious little line. Again, they always put Kelly in these kind of precarious kind of dopey situations and make her call out strange cheers or random quid pro quos. It was just kind of a funny moment, but it really is all about uh, Zach learning that lesson coming to, together at the end with Wendy saying he's going to take her to the max afterwards. So a good feel good moment in the episode. And like, as I'm looking at it, like I have almost, if not more notes on this episode than any episode of the entire series so far. And we don't even have a guest on this episode to, to break down with this. So I think it says a lot about uh, the nuances of this episode. I really like kind of the arc here of Zach and Wendy, and I wish we got to see Wendy more. And I thought it was a great ending as I look back on it here. And as I kind of come full circle, seeing it as an adult, man, I just, it really hits for me. Really good episode. Uh, this season in and of itself, season three is just chock full of episodes. We've talked about them. We've talked about the building boys breaking up is hard to undo so many that have just stood out to us. This is another one. And again, it's a, it's like many, a one-off it's not continuing any storylines. It's not, you know, something that uh, ties a, another story with anything else. It's a standalone. It's great. And my two thumbs are, are highly in the air on this one. Um, I'm probably going to have to go with just one thumb up on this one. The other one's going to stay down because of the whole Lisa and Brian angle just really turned me off from this episode. Uh, so I can't say it's a great episode. Uh, it's definitely better than what I remembered. Uh, just thinking back on it before I sat down to watch it, I was like, oh, I don't, I remember not really liking this one, but uh, the Wendy stuff, she really saves the episode. I really like her. Like you said, I wish we could have seen more of her and uh, where her character went from there. I would have really enjoyed seeing her become a regular cast member or at least a more frequent cast member. But uh, so this one isn't two thumbs up. It's one thumb up uh, for me because of Brian didn't like the character, didn't like Lisa, uh, just kind of changing who she was to fit in in and try and get him to like her. That's something maybe Screech would have to do and be forced to do, but not Lisa. So I didn't like where that went. Uh, but a great lesson here of uh, living up to your commitment, thinking of someone else's feelings, and uh, just being a good guy and, and not being a slime ball. So uh, we learned that here. I learned that at a young age. I've tried to do that. I've tried to be not be a slime ball uh, as much as I could growing up. And I learned that from uh, Peter Engel, the people here at Say by the Bell, and Zach Morris in this episode. Uh, so I can't say it's all a loss. It's one thumb up for me. I have to also say that I had um, some moments like this in high school. I had some windy moments where I had female friends that were not necessarily my type. But because of that, I always felt like, you know what, going to a dance with them would be more fun than trying to go with someone that you're attracted to that's going to, you know, not be as into you, that's going to treat you poorly. Like, I always felt like I gave more credence to people that maybe weren't my type as far as dating goes, but that I just enjoyed their personality more, enjoyed being around them. And that was a huge part of it for me uh, in my high school experience. And I honestly have this episode to thank for that. So awesome stuff. I think it resonates with everyone and it's a good lesson. So I hope you like what we've been doing. Obviously, we're breaking down this entire series of Say by the Bell. We're right smack dab into season three. Some great guests coming up. We're going to be talking with Eddie Garcia. Yes, play Johnny Dakota. You've heard some of our previous interviews with people like producer Peter Engel. You've heard Jeff Hunter himself, Patrick Muldoon, and many, many more. Hope you'll hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. And our next episode, we can't wait to bring it to you. All in the mall. We're heading there next.